Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini, founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr, as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Christina with Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation, and I will be joined a little bit with my brother from India, live from Varanasi, uh, with Chintu, the founder of the Shores of Ganga Tours, which we will be so excited to be sharing this um, combination of collaboration when we head to India in October. With that said, this week's episode is all about the sattvic diet, and it talks about Ayurveda and how we utilize it into our everyday what we take in, food intake. And remember that food can be anything that we see, that we receive, and that we process. We've learned in past episodes before about a sattvic diet and what that means. And so as you're coming in and joining us today, go ahead and tell us what is your diet, where you're from, what are some foods that you eat. If you happen to know your doshic uh, constitution, your prakriti, feel free to also express that below in the comments. I'm really excited to share this information with all of you because this is something that we will be really getting used to when we go to India and how we will prepare ourselves with what we're going to be taking in. It's really important to have a really good understanding of the foods that we're eating and how they balance out our doshic constitutions. This is something that I go over pretty in depth in the Ayurvedic yoga teacher training that I host twice a year. We do a spring session and we do a fall session. So you're welcome to join anytime and you can also do it at your own pace. So Chintu will be joining us later today. But what I'd like to share with you all is that the changing seasons can cause changes in the levels of our doshas. And this is when we talk about doshas, we talk about our body constitutions. And some of you may be well aware of that and others of you may not be well aware of that. So it's important to have an understanding which you can go over to the jbyfnola.org website and take the free doshic constitution quiz and you'll get to know what your prakriti is straight away. Foods have generally a heating or a cooling quality. And with that, depending on the body type, the season, and the weather, we adjust our eating habits on a daily basis. Sattvic foods are the best foods to include in your diet as these foods we take in seasonally 
and they tend to change as well throughout the various seasons that we explore. In the past, we've spoken about the six different tastes and what what Ayurveda encourages each meal to have in different quantities based on everyone's individual prakriti or their constitution. And so with that, I want you to just kind of settle in with that. And I'm going to have Chintu come on now and he is going to speak to us more about sattvic diet and how to prepare ourselves for our retreat in India to receive the food that we'll be receiving there. Hello, hello. Hello, my sister. How are you? How are you? I'm well. How are you doing today? I'm good. Perfect. All good here. That's <laughs> super good to see you. So good. So tell us about... You do. I'm sorry? Yes, as always you do. <laughs> Thank you so much, brother. Welcome, welcome back again. So today we're learning about sattvic foods and I gave a little bit of a high-level overview like you heard. Um, I'd like for you to share with us what your knowledge is about sattvic foods that you're now over here in uh, in Varanasi in India. Please do share. First of all, uh, sattvic food is the one of the best food in the whole world. Because sattvic, uh, the word sattvic comes from the Sanskrit word sattva, which means the pure, clean, and strong energy. And from a sattvic, a sattvic diet, it's a very simple meal. Simply means light and healthy food, mm-hmm. which we can absorb, uh, which our body can absorb very easily. We can digest very easily, and which gives us so much energy and positivity. Because food is everything. Food is like a fuel for us, yeah. for our body. So it does not go to any extremes of the taste, neither too sweet not too salty or not too spicy, just moderate. Plainly put, sattvic food is that which purifies the bodies and calms the minds. And a sattvic diet consists of pure food, like which are not processed, not the processed food. That is the light in the potency and the rich in the prana. Prana means like the life force. It energizes the body and the mind. And cooked food consumed within three to four hours, mm-hmm of preparation can be considered as a sattvic food, a sattvic diet. The intake of sattvic food helps to improve our mental health as well as increase our body energy, thereby improving the state of our consciousness as well as it helps to restore the harmony and balance of our body and especially for the mind. And having a sattvic diet on regular basis can help in the formation and rebuilding of high quality of the body tissue. And uh, uh, generally in India, we use, especially the people who belongs to Ayurveda, yoga, they consider sattvic diet in their every mood. Because sattvic foods are, it's like a complete balanced diet. Yes. Does it include meat in sattvic food? Does is meat included in sattvic foods? No, no, no. I didn't meat think so. is not a part of sattvic diet at all. <laughs> and uh, 
सात्विक जो थ्रू अ सात्विक डाइट थ्रू अ सात्विक मील यू कैन सी अ बिग चेंज इन योर बॉडी इन योर माइंड इफ यू आर रेगुलरली यूजिंग द सात्विक डाइट फॉर थ्री टू फोर मंथ्स टू फाइव मंथ सिक्स मंथ यू विल फील द गुड पॉजिटिव चेंज इन साइड योर सेल्फ Yeah, and to elaborate on that and according to Ayurveda, sattva like you said is the quality of purity and light. And there's also two other constitutions that are not sattvic, but we find in foods that we eat, there's rajastics and there's also tamastic foods. Rajas being the quality of movement and change and tamas being the quality of inertia and darkness and these foods and diet can be characterized into these three different groups so we have sattvic tamastic and rajastic um and like you had talked about sattvic is really improving the prana within our body that life force energy and um rajastic yeah. foods stimulate an excess in the mind body imbalance so if we're finding ourselves imbalanced or having a lack of improper diet we tend to be leaning more on rajastic foods and then tamastic foods lack in in the prana they're more fermented um typically stale or leftover foods that we're ingesting and that probably could also relate itself back energetically when we're taking in uh stale energy or lackluster energy if we're taking in old habits or old relationships and that have already kind of fizzled out that too i would imagine would constitute as intake and nourishment or lack of nourishment into the body it could that be could that be right yes that uh, that's right that's right and uh, uh for the tamasic food if you are habitual of the tamasic food mm-hmm. you will feel the dark vibes the negative vibes and uh, always your mood will be disturbed like uh, not concentrate very concentrative on positive things and good things and especially for the people who are doing meditation yoga belongs to this rituality so they must not have to eat the tamasic food like the meat because when you are having some flesh of some other creature in your body then how you can be concentrated you can make a connection with the gods through meditation and through spiritual yeah because you're taking on kind of like two embodiments at that point exactly exactly so sattvic foods are we consider sattvic foods in ayurveda and easily to find in um India as well as in Indian markets and for those of you that have a natural food market you'll tend to find that ghee honey herbs nuts seeds legumes cow's milk um fresh fruit vegetables beans and whole grains are more sattvic foods yeah they are the part of sattvic sattvic and even uh, whenever you come to india you can buy some traditional indian spices and you can bring them to your home and you can make them at your home the traditional indian sattvic food and i will let you know that would be the surprise to tell you the how to make the sattvic traditional indian food that's part of our our experience yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and then we come to know rajastic foods to go over them so our audience knows. 
that rajastic foods will include, and this is going to be in moderation, which is why it's so important to have a balance of everything in your in your constitution and not just lean on one or on the other. One more thing, one more thing you can say about the rajastic food. That is the food uh, which needs good taste. Right. It's like a, for for those people who love to taste the, the your sweets, the traditional spices, and the fried food, the all Indian food. Well, you know, it's interesting because Indian foods, Indian foods, rajastic foods, include spicy, salty, dry, sour, hot, and bitter, um, rough, and they create a burning sensation. So a really heavy-duty pitta quality in rajastic foods. Um, they also include salt, eggs, white sugar, tea, coffee, vinegar, um, and hot spices, which is very pizza, very pizza. <laughs> In the Rajasik food, they use all the all the good things which makes your uh, which makes you feel the good taste of the food, but not good, very good for the stomach. Yeah, I think it really ignites that that pit of fire. It ignites the fire, so it helps with the digestion. So we can balance it out. <laughs> Rajastic personalities tend to be very fiery, anyway. <laughs> and uh, the Rajasik food will attract everyone all the time in India. <laughs> I think we all have a good dose of rajastic foods on a daily basis. You guys, yeah, yeah. You guys gonna have to try sattvic food as well as the rajastic food too. Of course, of course. There's got to be that balance. There's got to be that balance. Yeah. And then tamastic yeah. foods are basically more yeah. kapha in their undertone, as they tend to be um, heavier quality foods, really heavy, unctuous, thick slow sluggish so they tend to be the meat the alcohol the tobacco onions garlic uh fermented stale leftovers deep fried um frozen food sometimes they're tasteless they don't have a lot of prana in them anymore and they tend to be more processed so this is that well i'm content i'm fine with whatever i've got in the fridge i'll eat it three days later this is the kafic type of foods that we the, the that we go to when we are, need a quick fix <laughs> exactly and after the trip uh, after this uh, historical and spiritual retreat tour with you many of the students of you many of the people will left the tamasic diet <laughs> at, at their home they will try to eat some rajasik or maybe some sattvic food at their home <laughs> Because in ten, in almost in nine days, they will feel the difference. They will feel the change. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you go into uh, a new community and you enjoy, like, you start to experience something new. Like, we're so used to certain foods here and and wherever we are, whether you're in America or Europe, wherever you are, you having your daily nutrition and what you take in, but. When you go to India, where we'll be going in October, you get the you get to actually see that there's no leftovers in India. They cook every single day is fresh. It's new every day. It's it, there's you, we don't refrigerate anything in India. We eat it and then we give the we do the offering to the rest of the animals and we eat every day something new, right? For the most part, we like to. 
these days, uh, in, you can say like in modern cities, people are doing because of the work pressure, because of the schedule, busy schedule of the work. But mostly, we try to eat fresh food. Like for example, I cook every day for me the sattvic food in my home for me and my family, mm-hmm. for my dad. Mm-hmm. And I am not supported to the processed food or the leftover food. I like to eat fresh food every day. Yeah, yeah. So, but mostly, almost you can say seventy percent people eat the fresh ones, not the leftover. Yeah, yeah. Because it just adds to the imbalance in the body if we're having uh, rajastic or t- too t- too much tamastic or too much rajastic food. So we really strive for a sattvic diet for the most part. Exactly. Yeah. And especially when, especially something that is, uh, becomes more important when you are on your spiritual journey. Yeah. Yeah. So that you're finding that depth and that connection in purity, exactly. consciousness. Yeah, absolutely. Tell, tell us, brother, something I wanted to ask you is as we prepare to come to India in October, I know that the digestive system for most, as well as an elevation, can can also be um, impinged. Do you suggest preparation-wise for any type of elevation tea to prepare ourselves with, any type of herbs that we should be taking a few months ahead of time to get the digestive system of the Westerners prepared for Eastern? Uh, uh, you don't have to, uh, you do. You guys don't have to do something special if possible for you guys, then you guys can add some turmeric in your meal mm-hmm. because turmeric is very healthy for the body, for the immune, for the digestive system. And <clears throat> the food I will provide to everyone that would be very balanced, not too spicy, not too salty and uh, not too fried. The mm-hmm. food will be very balanced and easily digestible for everyone because mm-hmm. it would be you guys will get a variety of different foods, some rajasic and some sattvic. And if people want, then I can provide some tamasic food too, but it depends on the person. They have to tell me before. Right. And would these foods be part of the Diwali festival? Because I know that we will be having some sweets, as we know they are very popular in India for the festivals. Sweets are the the part of Indian tradition and without sweets, no any festival or not any day is complete for Indian people. Because it's, it's mandatory for all the Indian people, maximum you can say. After the meal, they want a sweet. After dinner, after lunch, like after eating your sweet, now you are completed. <laughs> so, you guys, you guys, you guys gonna have sweet Diwali festival, obviously. But before Diwali festival, also you guys will taste uh, some traditional Indian sweets, and especially in Varanasi, we are having a shop that is which is more older than two hundred years. Still, they are providing the same recipes, the same variety, the same quality of the sweets, and which is very light in eat, very less sweet, not too much sweet, and very balanced. And you guys gonna love it because people from India they export those sweets to USA, to Europe, to UK, wow. to other countries. Wow! And, and first of all, whenever you guys come with me. During the festival time, 
and in that shop only you will see more than 200 varieties of traditional indian sweets wow that must be your favorite shop actually i have uh, more uh, many shops <laughs> i go to different sweet shops for the different sweets because oh. uh, here is uh, a lot of varieties oh boy <laughs> we're going to be on a trip we're supposed to be losing weight on we're actually be going to come back gaining weight <laughs> Very even good. I have, uh, even I already recited uh, the names of the sweets which you buy as quantities in India during the Diwali festival. <laughs> a wonderful. I have a question about prasad, and I know we talked about this last week. We we mentioned it quickly, and I was hoping that you would be able to elaborate on on the term prasad, what it means, and go a little bit more into depth with that. Haridwar is is really really interesting place. Yes. Yeah, I've it been there. That's an interesting place. Yeah, it is a gateway of the god. The gateway Haridwar. of the god, Haridwar. Yes. Gateway of the god. Yes. Wow. In, yes, and in Varanasi, uh, it's chaotic, very chaotic because of the one of the most famous place of Lord Shiva in India, because Lord Shiva decided to stay on earth in Varanasi. So 
you will feel the amazing festival vibes as well as the amazing traditional Indian culture experience in Varanasi. How people treat even a little kid, uh, even little kid like three to four years, they offer food to cows. So you're gonna love every moment here. It's gonna be amazing. I'm super excited, and I'm really excited to enjoy the foods there. What are maybe four spices off your top of your head that are in every Indian kitchen? Uh, turmeric and green coriander powder and red uh, red chili powder and the garam masala, some anise and some asafoetida and, and black pepper, black salt, cumin powder. Cumin is very important in all the meat. Cumin. In the every meat, like cumin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cumin, turmeric, red chili, and green coriander are the four main essentials in every meal we use. Wow. And <clears throat> and all we have more than fifty to hundred spices and herbs. Wow! Like basil leaves, yes, we use peppermint leaves too in few foods, and some basil leaves too while making traditional Indian masala tea. So you guys gonna have amazing experience in India as well as the, the biggest surprise would be to get the chance to learn some traditional Indian meals. I need to learn how to do the masala tea because I loved it when I was there, and I. Really want to know how to make it. <laughs> it would be uh, it would be a day during the festival time. You guys have to decorate the whole with the flower decoration like a like a traditional Indian family, and then you guys will get chance to learn how to make the traditional Indian meals during the festival. Oh, that's wonderful! Oh, that's wonderful! Yeah. How exciting! Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful! Yeah. Anything else you'd like to share with us, brother? Uh, for today, that's fine, but uh, we are looking uh, for the next uh, upcoming weeks. I will let you know the beautiful places where we are going during this beautiful retreat tour. And you guys want to amazed by the history of that beautiful places. So beautiful places as well as I will let you know, like the, we will, where we will go to the yoga tour in the India's oldest city. It's a big surprise for everyone. How exciting. I'd like to thank everyone that joined us today for our conversation on Ayurvedic Sattvic Foods live from India and how we will prepare ourselves when we get a chance to have the opportunity to go to India and experience this firsthand. And I'd also like to invite everyone to stay tuned if you are not already on our email list to be sure to do that because Chintu and I are going to be hosting a live Zoom session where we will be talking live about the retreat that's coming, what to expect, where we're going, a couple of surprises that he's going to be sharing, and I'll be sharing a little surprise on a discount for everyone that joins us for the live session for those of you that come for a very special pricing offer. So let's give it up for our friend Chintu. And if there's anything else, please DM us, email us directly. And you can follow Chintu at Shores of Gunga Tours here on Instagram. 
And you can also follow him at Chintu Ramani, Chintu Healer on Instagram as well. And again, I'm Christina with Jai Bhakti Yoga. And thank you all so much for joining us on our next edition of our live Indian and cultural spiritual retreat broadcast, podcast, and blog cast, as you'll see this all later in our blog today. Thank you so much, brother. I can hear you perfectly today. And take good care. And thank you all for joining. Bye now. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.